Hey everybody, welcome to episode 13 of the Balancer Music Podcast. I'm your host, Ingrid Wood. Uh, This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud for you to subscribe to. That way, you automatically know when a new episode comes out, uh, which is every single Monday. This episode right here is part two and the final part of the conversation that I have with professional drummer and podcaster, Mr. Nick Ruffini. If you haven't checked out the first part of our conversation, which is episode 12, make sure you do so. I'll make sure to um, to leave that link in the description. And like I said, Nick Ruffini, he's also a podcaster. His podcast is called The Drummer's Resource Podcast. So once you get done listening to this episode, go over and check out The Drummer's Resource Podcast. It's not just for drummers. You know, it's, it's for all musicians, really. It's a lot of, of great information and, and creatives. I wouldn't even just limit it to musicians. If this is your first time listening to the Balance Room Music Podcast, welcome. I thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. On this part of the conversation, Nick talks about, you know, what you can do if you're great at being a musician, but horrible on the business side of things. He talks about the musician that will always get hired and always keep a job. And he also goes on a little bit of a rant, a much needed rant, though, I must say. I will preface this episode by saying there is some adult language within this episode. Nothing highly offensive, um, but I just wanted to preface that in case there are any children or parents listening to this episode. But let's go ahead and step into the balance room. What is your your health regimen when you're out on tour? Because I know that's hard. It's got to be hard. It is hard. Um. No matter where, no matter what, I I work out at least four days a week, usually five. So whether it be, I actually just while we're on the phone here, I was going to go to the to the gym after this, and I just got a call that that I have to be on another call, so that's not going to happen. So I'm going to have to go later or something. But uh, so either first thing in the morning, like I was just in LA for for twelve days, so there was a bunch of stuff going on during the day. So as soon as I got up, I would just I'm the guy that's like I'll get up whatever. If I got to get up at four o'clock in the morning, I'll get up at four o'clock in the morning. So, uh, just get up, do go to the gym, do like right now I'm doing a bunch of full body workouts. So I'll do, uh, do some stretching and stuff. And then there's a half hour of, of full body workout with no rest in between. So you'll do like six exercises and then just repeat them and just keep doing that. Um, and then if I can't get to a gym, I'll do, uh, some push-ups and stuff like that, whether I'm in my hotel room or wherever I'm staying. And maybe if there's a, most hotels, if they don't have a, if they don't have a, have weights in their gym, they'll at least have a, uh, a treadmill, which isn't, isn't the greatest thing, but at least it gets me active. So I'll go in there maybe do like 200 push-ups and then, you know, do some sprints on the treadmill or something like that. Uh, just something to like, I try to do something, you know, at least, at least five days a week just to, you know, just to keep me keep me moving, keep me healthy. Random question. Um, I like random questions. <laughs> so I, you know, I saw you went to to college for music and marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you graduated, did you have to get, uh, I guess, like a non music job, or did you just make that automatic segue into full time musician? Uh, so the crazy thing is, I've never. I've never had like a, a job in, well, I'm lying. So I haven't, I grew up in the restaurant business, so I always worked for my family. I always worked for my mom and dad. And then I went to college. I worked all through college tour. I was either touring or, uh, working at the restaurant. So 
I get out of college and I have degree, I have a business degree, I got a music degree, and everybody's like, well, so all right, cool. So like, where are you going to apply to a job? I've never applied. I never applied to a job when I got out of college, which is kind of crazy. Um, so I just I toured, but I kind of I kind of had it made in the shade because I bartended at my parents' restaurant. So I would tour, and then I came home, and I would just work when I was home. And then when I went back on the road, I went back on the road, and I came home, and I was you know helping run the restaurant, so I wasn't just like in there and cashing out my cash and rolling, but. Um, because I love business too. So if I was just playing music, I would be miserable. If I was just running businesses, I would be miserable. So like I need both. I need the the ebb and flow of that. So like some days I want to be really artistic and just go play the drums for eight hours. And some days I want to sit in a conference room with like, you know, 15, 50 year old guys and blow their fucking heads back about business, you know? So like, I get, I, I need both of those things. So and I don't that, know if, did that answer your question or yeah. did I just, I just rambled for a long time. Every business that I have right now, uh, is in, in music. So I have a couple of different businesses, but I'm, uh, that's all I do right now is music. Cool. I think that it's almost, I think that's extra beneficial to, to actually love both sides because you know, a lot of people, a lot of new creative people, they just always want to create. But, you know, you you kind of have to like like you said early, you have to either find somebody who that's what they can do and do it well. Right. Or um, but you, you know, you have the best of both, both worlds. Well, I'm, I'm sure you probably have that as well. But the fact that that you actually that you like that side is right. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't like that side. You know, there's a there's a lot of guys. That and I'm paraphrasing from a guy Russ Miller who who I had on my podcast that he's like a lot of guys get the the art right and they don't get the commerce right and a lot of guys get the commerce right but they don't get the art right and finding that middle ground is is really really hard I don't know like am I am I lucky I I guess I don't know maybe I just got lucky and I like both sides of it you know but like I th- you gotta if if you if you don't if you can't figure that out, then you got to figure it out before the the problem is now that the record labels used to do that for you. And now the record labels, you can still go to a record label, but they're going to do like, and you know, with like, if you look at, at record deals years ago, they would, they would just have, you know, you would get paid royalties, but now the deals are different. Now the deals are 360 deals. So before, if you go on tour, they get a piece of touring, they get a piece of mer- piece of merch, they get a piece of, you know, television performance. I mean, they get a piece of everything. So now you're, you're basically like selling your soul to the devil. If you, if you sign a contract, but a lot of people need that because they don't have the business acumen. So I would rather just pay somebody a salary and have them run my business. If I didn't know how to do it rather than having a record label do it. And I'm not like anti-establishment, like go against the record label, but like Man, you don't need it. the only thing you needed a record label for before was to get your album into stores. Well, nobody buys albums anymore anyway. So, what do you need the record label for? For for distribution, like right. for for letting people hear your content. Just be good enough and promote it yourself, and you can do that. And all these guys, I'm getting ready to rant here. I'm just going to warn you because I was gonna I was gonna film this video uh, today actually that 
all these musicians out there now are complaining that it's so hard to make money in this music business. And they're like, oh, fuck Spotify and, and fuck Pandora. And it's like, first of all, if you had the idea to create that, you would have, first of all. And second of all, what do you five or 10 years ago, everybody was chomping at the bit to get on iTunes to say, oh, I'm on iTunes, I'm on iTunes. And then CD Baby came out with this thing that you could pay $35 to get your record on iTunes. And everybody's like, this is awesome. And now everybody's like, oh, fuck iTunes. I don't like them anymore because they're taking money out of my pocket. Well, first yeah. of all, iTunes didn't happen to your music. Spotify didn't happen to your music. Pandora didn't. It's technology happened. The world is changing and it's evolving. So you can either adapt or die. It's just like anything else. It's just like, it's just like brick and mortar. It's just about, it's just like people who write books. It's, it's all the same shit. So you have the power now. You're, you have the internet. You have the biggest global distribution channel sitting in your, in your house, on your computer, on your phone. You can go for $200. You can get on a device and you can reach every single person in the world if you want to. Yeah. So like, what are you complaining about? And you can do it for free. So just stop bitching and start working and start promoting your stuff and become a bit. If you want to work in the business, in the music business, become a businessman or woman and go out and create your business. And if you can't hire somebody who can, but don't like sit around and, and bitch that it's too hard to make, to make a living play the old way. Yes. It's impossible to make a living the old way that you made a living playing music. But guess what? It's impossible to make a living being a blacksmith too. Yeah. Because because technology. It's impossible to make a living being a TV repairman because of technology. So like you're not the only one in the situation. We're not the only one in the situation. So you gotta adapt or die. Or stop bitching about it. One or the other. So yeah. that's sorry. That's but that's my that's no, my rant fine. about about the current state of it. Cause I, you know, everybody's just, everybody's complaining about it. And it's like, you got the powers in your hands. So whether you want to do it or not, that's up to you. And you know, the, the, uh, everybody's saying now the only way to make money is touring and all the, you know, Spotify and Pandora and all these people are, are choking, choking the musician. And you know, it's impossible to, to do it now because all you have to do is tour all the time, which I think is, I think is false. Yes. Touring, you can generate money touring, but there's plenty of people on YouTube who've never toured a fucking day in their life who are making millions of dollars off of their music and they're selling advertising against their, their music. They're selling t-shirts. They're selling Skype sessions with these people. You know, like there's merch, there's, there's all kinds, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that, that you can do to, to, to make money with your music. It's just like, if you, if you just want to try to do it the old way, no, you're, you're going to lose. Or you've already lost. I'm going to throw one more question at you and then you can go. I like it. Um, okay, so this is... Uh... I think I like Q&A. I think, yeah, I, yeah I like cool. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. So, so right, it's kind of like an either or. Which one would you want? So in the mm -hmm. Nick Graffini band, would you... And I'm sure you've been in a million bands, so you know these, these two type of people. Would you rather have keep the music? You have to pick one or the other. Would you rather keep the musician who's kind of like uh, a little bit better than the mediocre musician, um, but he, they have a great work ethic. They always show up on time, always reliable. Uh, you know, when that dude, I want that guy. That guy, okay. Versus the guy <laughs> who's like, 
just amazing. Like come show, when he hits that or sh- when he or she hits that stage, they're amazing, but they're late. They get along with everybody, but when you're trying to get work done, you just waste all this time. But come showtime, they're on point. First guy, any day of the week. Cause the other cause the first guy you can teach how to he can get better and, and all that stuff. But if like if you're a dick, you're just a dick. So like you're not gonna unteach that to somebody. But like I can teach somebody how to play drums better or play guitar better or whatever it is, or be a better musician. But like you can't teach somebody to be cool and to be, you know, to be respectful of people's time and all that stuff. So like that's a natural thing that that you're either born with or you're not. And so yeah, first guy all day long. I'll t- I, and for an employee too. I used to I used to play with a uh, with a guitar player who really famous guitar player, and we used uh, we used the bass player, and he was phenomenal. But he same deal like they argued all the time. He was late, all this stuff, and the way that he equated it, he was like, think about it. It's like your girlfriend. He's like the sex is great. He's like, but the entire relationship around it is horrible. After a while, you get tired of the sex. You know, right. like that's that's sort of a, a grotesque way of looking at it. But like, it's the truth. You know, he's like he's like when we get on stage, you know, like it's amazing. But all the stuff leading up to it, it becomes not worth it because you could probably have those those euphoric moments with somebody else. That's a lot cooler and that you get along with a lot better, you know. So that's what it's all about for me. I'm I'm a people person. I like I'll take I'll take people over over you know talent any day of the week because you know you're like especially on the road you're you're living with them you're married to them mm-hmm. you know for six months eight months a year whatever it is so i don't know who wants to who wants to be with somebody that they can't stand or that like just makes it an uphill battle every day no way I you all um i i, I hope that you were able to take something from that or anything and everything from that and use it to your advantage uh, and do me this favor. I need you to share this episode, you know, on your Twitter, on your Facebook, even on Instagram. Just take a screenshot, post it to Instagram and tag me to it. The balance room. I need your help to make sure that I can spread this content to as many people as possible and keep this podcast growing. So definitely share this episode right here. Nick, I thank you. I appreciate you so much for accepting my invitation into the balance room. This is not going to be your last invitation, so I hope to talk to you in the future a couple more times. And listeners, if you have not already, since you since you're done listening to this episode, make sure that you go over to the Drummer's Resource Podcast. Check that out. Subscribe to it. Uh, you can find Nick and his podcast at drummersresource.com. Of course, I have his information in the description of this podcast, but until next time, this is Ingrid Wood of the Balancing Music Podcast. Take care, God bless, and stay balanced. Hey, this is Nick Ruffini, drummer and host of the Drummer's Resource Podcast, and you're listening to the Balance Room Music Podcast.